your epidermis is showing. Oh, is it? Remember, yeah. Remember how much you'd be freaked out in grade school when somebody come up to you and go, "Hey, uh, your epidermis is showing." You first of all, you'd look down and go, "No, no, I, I'm not flying low." What do you mean, your epidermis, dummy? Your skin, the outer layer. Yeah, I know. I used, it used to freak me out, and every time I hear the word epidermis, I think of that little childhood gag that we used to play in the uh, on each other in the in the schoolyard. Uh, but researchers have discovered that they can now print three-layer simulated human skin. This is a game changer, possibly, when it comes to chronic wounds. We have uh, heard about how devastating uh, burns are and wounds are um, when it, it happens and they occur to the largest organ of your body, which is the skin. Now, we look at our skin, and, and I think a lot of us, you know, don't think it's that complex at all, but it's actually three layers. And the top of the injury heals before the bottom. So sometimes the wound will collapse in on itself when it comes to repairing a chronic skin wound. And the result is painful uh, scar tissue and reduced skin function. And Alan Smith is a professor of biopolymer science at the University of Huddersfield and co-author of a research paper that actually conducted um, this, it's it's amazing, this new ability to uh, print three-layer simulated human skin. He joins the show now. Alan, I uh, may have started it off in an immature way, but I always like to get people interested in a way that they can relate to a storyline. And I think a lot of us are familiar with our epidermis, but when it comes to our skin, we don't realize how complex it is. Like under that top layer, we have two other layers. Can you speak to the complexity of our skin and why it's so hard to reproduce? Hello, Kelly. Yeah, thank you for having me on. Um, yeah, it was a really good uh, introduction. Yeah, I think you described it quite well. Um, so, yeah, as, as you mentioned, the skin is really complex structure composed of, generally composed of three layers. Um, you've got the epidermis at the, at the top, as you pointed out, uh, the, the dermis in the, in the middle, and at the bottom you have the hypodermis, sometimes called the fatty layer at the bottom. And these layers have different, uh, different cell types within them. They also have different um, mechanical behavior, so different physical behavior. So therefore, trying to recreate it uh, can be quite challenging. And so where did you guys start? Where did you guys make the major breakthrough? Because apparently you have managed to uh, print actual, uh, I guess, is it real skin or is it is it made from skin cells or is it? Uh, yeah. Okay, so you've managed to, to replicate yeah, and, so, and create yeah, so three we, layers we, skin. That's right, yeah. So we, we, we had a, a donor of some um, human skin. Um, which which we we took and we removed the the different cell types from that this piece of skin and cultured them up separately, and then we placed them into um, similar um, material that the skin cells are are in. It's, it's called the extracellular matrix, which is um, what makes up your skin, which isn't the cells, um, and we managed to then print. The layers, uh, so we'd have the hypodermis at the bottom, uh, which was quite a quite a thick layer, and then the dermis, which is a bit thinner, and then the epidermis on the on the top. And these had, so they had different biological um, structure, a different chemical structure, and a different uh, physical structure, which is similar to what the the three layers of the skin have 
And we were able to do this using a, a, a 3D bioprinting technique that we developed um, called suspended layer additive manufacturing. So one of the, I mean, bioprinting is a really interesting uh, area in itself to so the ability to try to recreate and, and 3D print um, biological structures. Um, however, with soft tissues like, like skin, the, the materials that are used to print, the, the, uh, to try to recreate the skin, um, are, are often not suitable for conventional 3D uh, printing technology. Um, so usually when you 3D print uh, a structure, you print onto the surface, and, and when you deposit the material onto the surface, it goes hard, and then you put another layer on top and you build the structure up. Sure, we've with seen that done. With, we've seen that done with plastics, right? Yeah, of course. Yeah, okay. just like that. But with with the collagen, which is the extracellular matrix in the the main extracellular matrix in the skin, when that's in it, it's um, uh, it's liquid form. It's almost like water. So when you deposit it onto the surface, it, it just collapses. So what we've managed to do is is, is print within a within a supporting um, gel. So when you, we print basically in the liquid form, so we print the whole structure as a liquid. And then once the whole structure is made, we can solidify it. And that allows us to put different materials in and join them up together so they're not sort of sitting on top of each other, uh, sliding about. Um, they, they're actually integrated together. So we, we, we took our hypodermis material which have the similar mechanical properties of, of the hypodermis and has the same uh, similar chemistry and also has the, the, the cell type, the correct cell type. And we laid that down first. And then on top of that, we put uh, a dermis, which had a different cell type, also slightly different chemistry and different material behavior. So it had a, a, a different mechanical behavior and layered that on top of the hypodermis and then we see that the epidermis on top of that dermis. So we, we created the, this 3D uh, structure. And then we took that 3D structure and we, we, um, we implanted it into, into some, um, into some um, pig skin that we, we took. And what we found is that the cells in the pig skin, the bottom started to integrate from the bottom into, wow. into our structure. Um, which is um, the type of sort of healing that, that you'd like to see. And also the, the material started to harden a bit more as well, stiffen up as the, as the collagen started to be remodeled by the, the cells in our structure. So all of these are really good indicators of, of, uh, of wound healing and um, sort of show the potential of this, of getting over this problem that you mentioned in your, in your, in your opening piece of the, um, wounds healing from the top and not from the bottom. So if we can encourage that, that will overcome the, uh, the problems of, of the wounds healing. And using bioprinting, and this uh, this is a really important part, is that no no one no two wounds are the same. Um, every every wound have different shapes, sizes, different depths. Uh, they can be infected. They can be uh, they can be chronic. So this allows us to take a scan of the wound and make it individualized wow. and also overcome the problems of um, rejection uh, and um, problems of tissue availability. So we hope 
that this in the future, um, again, you could think of the scenario where you've got a, 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 a serious deep wound and you can extract some of the cells from the donor, um, the patient themselves, grow them up and then take a scan of the wound and then 3D print uh, a living tissue that can perfectly fit um, um, to the dimensions, but also to the to the uh, biological, chemical and, and mechanical behavior of, of the, the skin that you're replacing. And then over time, the, the patient's skin will um, move into that that implant and hopefully get uh, a nice um, healing that you know with a reduced scarring. Uh, it sounds the, fascinating. Uh, it, it's it sounds like you're going to be able to change the way we approach, uh, you know, replacing skin, which is normally skin grafts, which is pain or painful situation. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't work. How long till you actually can use this on uh, on on human patients? Well, these are, uh, yeah, yeah, these are a lot. There's a lot to to, to investigate uh, first. Um, it's, it's not only just. Um, so we've only done this in the laboratory on um, on, on animal tissue at the moment. Um, we'd need to move towards trying to look at some um, clinical trials, which may take um, several years. Um, we're, we're also looking at it as a, a, a potential um, to um, so to print this type of skin to use in. Um, Drug treatments to to when we're when you're trying to develop drugs. Sure. So rather than using animals uh, to re- reduce the amount of animals used in in medical research, so we're we're looking at, at as equivalents for that as well. So this technology um, is going to be useful in several different ways. I w- exactly. I would love to. I'm going to follow this story because I mean I am a science nerd. And I, I love, uh, the idea of combining 3D printing technology with science and coming up with ways to, you know, uh, improve our, our healthcare and, uh, and just, it, it's, it seems infinite the, the places we can go. And I really appreciate you, uh, sparing some time for us. I've got to leave it at that because we were out of time, but thank you so much for joining us. Oh, thank you for having me on, Kelly. Thank you. Thank you. Nice Have a great day, there. Alan. Yeah, and you. Thanks a lot. Bye. Cheers. Alan Smith is professor of biopolymer science at the University of Huddersfield and co-author of the research paper. They have now printed uh, three layers of hum- simulated human skin. It's pretty cool stuff.